For the fans in the Midwest, but heard coast to coast. The ones that bleed red and yellow. This is the Another Screenplay Chiefs Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Another Screenplay Chiefs Podcast over on Blog Talk Radio. I am your host, Travis Steffen, and today we are talking about the Kansas City Chiefs advancing to 5-0. It's a big accomplishment, especially with the schedule that we have, having the second hardest schedule coming into the year, and none of these teams are bad teams. I mean, you could say the Chargers, I guess, but, um, you know, they beat the Patriots in New England. They beat the Eagles, who are now 4-1. Uh, they beat the Redskins, who are 2-2 two and two now that we beat them and they just had a bye week. Uh, they beat the Texans, who are now 3-2, and 2-3. Two, two and three? I can't remember, but the Texans have been on a high roll. Um, so none of these teams, I guess aside from the Chargers, are bad teams. There's a, lo- there's a few really good teams in there. And I think that the Eagles um, are definitely going to win their division this year. The Redskins will give them a push for it. Uh, the Patriots, obviously, they're going to win their division unless something just crazy happens. But Texans probably win their division unless the Jags give them some grief. But the Jaguars kind of – I can never figure out what they're going to do because they're either going to demolish somebody or get demolished themselves. So um, I don't know who's going to win that division, but the Texans are probably the more consistent. Um, but let, for, first off, let's talk about injuries. Chris Conley went down with an Achilles injury out for the year. And I am extremely just bummed out about that. If, if you've heard this podcast before or read any of my articles on Arrowhead Addict, follow me on Twitter or Facebook, whatever, you know I'm a big Conley fan. And I think that he has a lot of potential and he hasn't really gotten the opportunity to have a breakout year and really show that um, – that potential. So I was very disappointed. We we saw Alex Smith giving him some more looks and some more targets as the weeks went on. You know, nothing too major, but we, we saw a little bit more. And I was hoping that, you know, by midseason that we were going to really see him be a big weapon in this offense. And now he is out for the year. Uh, Travis Kelsey went down with a concussion right before halftime on a helmet-to-helmet hit. When he came across the middle, um, he came back in briefly, but went out and was done at halftime. Um, Justin Houston had calf spasms, according to Andy Reid, so I don't have too much concern there. Of course, you know, with the history and stuff, you know, you're, you're always scared to lose Justin Houston. So it's definitely something to keep an eye on, but it was not a major injury. So, um, but... I think the main thing I want to talk about here is that a lot of people are thinking, you know, especially if you didn't watch this game, that the Houston Texans had a good game and that Deshaun Watson had a good game. And I I don't believe that. I think that he had a lot of garbage time yards and touchdowns in the end, um, but I didn't see anything that really you know, made me feel like he's like what he's made out to be all this hype that he's gotten over the last couple of weeks. And I'm not saying that he's a bad quarterback or anything. I think he's good, but I think that he has a lot of work. Uh, I don't think he's the guy that's going to carry your team quite yet, but 
I think a lot of it was even his receivers making plays when he just heaved it up there. And so you you look at it, and the Chiefs defense was able to really kind of shut him down for the first three quarters. And until they went in kind of the more prevent defense and, um, you know, had a substantial lead, Watson wasn't really able to do a whole lot. You know, he ended the day – 16 for 31 with 261 yards and five touchdowns. So, yeah, you look at that, that stat line and you're like, okay, he had a pretty pretty decent game, especially that five touchdowns. But then you look at it in the sense that in the first three quarters, he went seven for 15, 80 yards, and two touchdowns. So the first three quarters, the Chiefs' defense, they shut him down. I mean, it's pretty simple. Um, if you're holding a quarterback to 80 yards over three quarters, that's domination right there. And so, like I said, you didn't see him get a whole lot going until it was just garbage time. We were playing a lot prevent, playing way off the line of scrimmage, only rushing three, which is another thing. We saw Bob Sutton finally let the pass rushers go after the quarterback. So that was definitely something that I had been waiting to see. And I wasn't sure that they were going to do it because Watson's a more mobile quarterback and willing to run the ball. So I was very excited to see them go after Watson and get after him because in the weeks past, he has not done well under pressure. And so he, and he, and he didn't. Those first three quarters when we were rushing him, like I said, 80 yards. So the run game... That was probably their best uh, kind of deal. Like they 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 ran quite a bit on us on the in the first half. That we we slowed it quite a bit down in the second, and now a lot of that's probably the fourth quarter of them just throwing the ball mostly. But um, the run defense did look better in the second half, and you know it, it, you look at the fourth quarter, nine for 14, 181 yards and three touchdowns. Okay. You know, it obviously he's heaving the ball down the field. And, you know, I, th- I think that the the touchdown to Fuller uh, where he beat Terrence Mitchell and uh, Ron Parker bit to the other side. So Terrence Mitchell didn't have the safety help over the top. So I don't I don't take as much into that as a lot of fans do. I know a lot of fans were bashing Mitchell on Twitter and I'll get to that in a minute, but um, Mitchell is not a guy that's going to be able to keep up with one of the fastest receivers in the league, especially one-on-one on press coverage. I mean, it just, it's not, he's not that guy. He's a big physical guy that, you know, will contest it, but I think he did pretty well getting down there. He was step for step with him almost. And, you know, it was, it was, that was a good pass by, uh, Deshaun Watson. And so, you know, you look at it, and that and that was right. Let's see, probably right at the beginning of the fourth quarter, and I thought that was a good throw. But you know, a lot of the other deep shots were his receivers making the play for him and making him look better than he actually was. Um, you know, especially that Hopkins touchdown that you could say was on Terrence Mitchell, uh, but. That one, I'm I'm gonna put a gif up that of that on Twitter because not only did Ron Parker tip that ball, but Terrence Mitchell actually stripped it out of his arm, pulled his arm down as he was catching it, and 
Hopkins was just able to grab it before it hit the ground. I mean, it was just an absolute insane catch by Hopkins. So, you know, I'm, I'm not as mad about that one either. But at the same time, you know, Mitchell's been getting a lot of uh, hate towards, you know, on Twitter, you know, from fans and stuff and a lot of bashing going on. But if, if you're going to sit here and say that, you know, Mitchell had a terrible game when, in fact, for the first three quarters, they couldn't get anything on him. You know, Hopkins didn't even have a reception till his first touchdown right before half. And that was when he was against Peters. Peters gave up two touchdowns, but I don't hear anyone calling, you know, him, you know, saying he played like trash. So I don't, you know, there's a lot of, you know, if you're going to hold Mitchell to the Peters standard and, you know, expect him to be as good as Peters, then you have to, you have to sit here and criticize Peters if he's given up the same amount of touchdowns. So that's something I really don't understand. I think that Mitchell really played a good game. Um, we saw, they, they showed it at one point during the game. Uh, Hopkins was really getting frustrated and he started going after Terrence Mitchell in the first half. Uh, there was a few altercations between the two, some shoving after the play and Hopkins was running his mouth and he was pissed. Because Mitchell was playing great coverage and able to get his hands up there and knock the ball away. So, I am fine with Terrence Mitchell's game. Okay? And, you know, that that one to Fuller, that was a good pass. And, like I said, Ron Parker bit on the other side. That You know, I don't expect him to keep up with one of the fastest receivers in the league one-on-one. Um, that That's definitely a spot where you're supposed to have safety help over the top. Uh, but... You know, and then the the other one that he gave up to Hopkins, just a fantastic play by Hopkins. And you know, like I said, a tip and a strip, and he still came down with it. That I mean, that's just insane. So I don't have any problems with how he played. I thought he played really well. You know, overall, I thought the defense played extremely well. Um, like I said, holding to holding Watson to eighty yards in three quarters, and then ultimately two hundred sixty one yards. Okay, you know, the, the, the fifth touchdown was definitely garbage time. There was literally no chance for them to win. It was the last play of the game, and defense knew it. They knew even if they gave it up that, okay, you know, you know the game's over anyway. We, we already won. And you, would, you wouldn't have even been on that, that one-yard line for that touchdown if it wasn't for the previous play where Jones was getting held. Chris Jones was getting held immensely right in front of the ref and he finally threw off the offensive lineman that was holding him and quit on the play and you know threw his hands up and started running his mouth to the ref and you know that's definitely a play where he needs to finish the play and then run your mouth but nonetheless Watson heaved it up there their tight end grabbed it midair once again not a Great play by Watson. He just threw it up there and hoped for the best. There was a lot of 50-50 balls there. And, you know, on one of the touchdowns, I think it was the one to, uh, on, you know, Hopkins, great catch. I could be wrong, but R&R should have had a sack there. Um, but all in all, I think that defense played well. We had three sacks on the day. Um, you know, we had a fumble. So, I, I I am I am very comfortable with what the Chiefs did and I think that 
it was nice to see them go going and getting those pressure and but 13 points in three quarters I wouldn't say that the Texans had a good game on offense so be what you want to be you know if you if you think otherwise or you want to uh, discuss that you can hit me up on Twitter at Stefan NFL and we'll discuss that some a little more but um, there the thing that really drove me nuts especially in the fourth quarter and late third quarter you know like I said about you know Chris Jones getting held there was a ton of holding calls that did not get called against the Texans I mean they were holding all night long but especially late in the game and you know that's why that's why Chris Jones finally just threw his hands up and started running his mouth like still the play going he was so frustrated and there was so many times where I was sitting there like holding holding no flag and you know I'm not I'm not trying to sit here and blame the refs you know it's not like we lost or anything but at the same time you know it 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 gets old you know, we, we, we talk about, I have people asking me that, you know, is our defensive line just not that good? You know, and I've stated that, you know, we're running until this week, we've been running just three linemen rushing, dropping eight into coverage. And then, you know, even then they're getting held. And then this week, tons of holds. And then you, you, we talk about Travis Kelsey, who hasn't had any penalties as you know in the last couple weeks so I think Andy Reid took care of that situation and he's gonna have to work with Marcus Peters too with all of his stuff but you know there was at least three times where Travis Kelsey into the play and a few seconds after the whistle someone takes a cheap shove or cheap shot on him not called there was even one where they hit him after the play and he's looking at the ref and the ref goes over and talks to the defender doesn't throw a flag, but he goes over there and talks to him. So, you, I'm, I don't want to complain about this a whole lot. I don't want to spend this whole podcast talking about that. But it, it's something that if you're going to complain and throw these flags on Kelsey for what he's doing or, you know, what what have you, you have to throw those flags too. It's, it's like with Marcus Peters. If you're going to throw flags on him and you're going to be watching him closely – Peterson and Kelsey are both getting watched very closely by refs. You have to make the calls that go to the opposite side as well. We know you see them if you're watching that closely. So that's that's something that frustrated me, but I'll, I'll move on. But uh, I want to talk a little more on the defensive side um, to put in perspective of the weapons that we have gone against, and we're still 5-0. and you know, um, Keenan Allen is fourth in yards on the year. Didn't do a whole lot against the Chiefs. Um, Zach Ertz, tight end from uh, Philadelphia, is sixth. Seventh is Brandon Cooks. And then ninth is Hopkins. Four guys in the top ten we have faced so far this year. and So four out of the five games, we've faced a top ten yards receiver. And I think that we have done pretty well against it. I think that uh, quarterbacks have not done as well against Chiefs defenses as they've done against others. Um, I looked at a couple of those the teams. I know the Patriots, outside of the Chiefs, you know Tom Brady's averaging 358.75 yards per game, only had 267 against the Chiefs. The only it's actually his only 
game that he didn't have 300 plus yards. Uh, I think the other one of the other ones was Redskins. Uh, Kirk Cousins is averaging 261 yards per game, only had 220 against the Chiefs. Uh, Chargers. Philip Rivers is averaging 282 outside of the Chiefs game, and against the Chiefs he had 237. Um, I know Wentz, if I remember right, uh, actually got more against the Chiefs. A lot of that was kind of late in the game, trying to come back. So you could say some of that was garbage yards, but you know the defense gave up quite a bit that day, um, but kept him off the scoreboard for the most part of the game. Uh, Texans, it's kind of hard. I didn't really look into them just because Deshaun Watson hasn't played. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to put a half in the first game and then his second game you know was kind of really his first real game on a short week so I didn't really look into Watson but you know it's nice to see the defense giving quarterback struggles they're not doing as well as they do against other teams so that's something to be excited about Houston is now fourth on the sack list with 5.5 sacks uh Von Miller and Mack only have four and those are the guys that you know Everyone's been raving about before the season. And, you know, Mack and Von Miller both rush the quarterback almost every play. Houston has been dropping into coverage for three quarters almost every week until now. And so I think that's a huge statement for Houston. Um, I know that Joey Bosa is like eighth with 4.5. Melvin Ingram is second with 7.5. So, you know, it, it... just a little kind of cool stat. You know, you can look at Houston being in fourth with how limited he's been going after the quarterback. I think that's a very uh, good thing to look at. But let's 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 take a look at the offensive side of the ball. Um, Alex Smith, 29 for 37, 324 yards and three touchdowns, rushing for five rushes for 19. And get this, he was only sacked once all game. Now, you could say that a lot of that's because Merciless and J.J. Watt were out early on. You could say that, but I think overall, they had a really good game. The offensive line did. And, you know, we saw Cam Irving come in and play in LDT spot on the right side and looked good. You know, so that's definitely a good sign after he struggled in um, in Cleveland. But, you know, it's it's Cleveland. You know, I don't. I don't think that he was really in a good spot there. I don't. I don't know about the coaching there, but he's looked already better since coming over here and playing guard. I think he's a better guard than center. Um, but nonetheless, I think that he had a good game. Uh, Schwartz had a lot better of a game. Uh, he's kind of been struggling, in my opinion. Um, I know he takes on a lot of the really good pass rushers, but still, he's been struggling. But you gotta look at it. You want to blame. The fact that J.J. Watt and Merciless were out, fine. How about those three offensive linemen that are out for the Kansas City Chiefs? Irving was his first game for the Chiefs this year. So um, don't don't really play the injury card because look at the injuries on the offensive line. But overall, good day, especially for Alex Smith. And I cannot express how happy I am to finally see this Alex Smith. And... You know, like I said, I'm not going to be fully committed until the playoffs and what I see there, but I am very excited and not at all where I expected to be, you know, in the offseason. 
Um, so I, I think that Alex Smith, if he is playing like he's playing and Andy Reid is calling the plays like he has been aside from the Chargers game, this is a Super Bowl caliber team. They're, they're, you know, And I think that Alex Smith and Kareem Hunt could both be in that race for MVP. Alex Smith would probably be the higher candidate just because of being a quarterback. You know, most people people like to put quarterbacks there, but you know, he's third in passing yards this year behind Brady and Palmer. Rivers is fifth. Just a little side note there, and sixth in yards per game. That Chargers game really took him down a notch, uh, only getting like 150 something yards. But still, where we have not seen that from Alex Smith. Okay, and. Alex Smith has 11 touchdowns in five games. Do you know when Alex Smith threw his 11th touchdown last year? It was in week 13 versus Atlanta. Just a little perspective there. So in week after five weeks, he has 11 touchdowns, which took him 13 weeks to get to last year. So that's definitely something to kind of keep note on. But you also look at just his yards per game since he's come to Kansas City. 2013, he averaged 220.9 yards per game. 2014, 217.7. 2015, 217.9. 2016, 233.5. Now, in 2017, through five weeks, he is averaging 278.2 yards per game. Huge improvement all around the board. He's finally starting to kind of get that mobile part of him back. We've we've seen him escape pressure a lot the last two weeks and do really well at it. And getting out to the side, especially to the right, and be able to throw it downfield. Uh, sometimes he scrambles for it, but most of the time he throws it down the field. He had a few great throws to the sideline, and I am very excited about it. I've been, I was saying that he needed to get out of the pocket quit stepping into the pressure you need to escape it and part of that's the offensive line uh kind of getting their groove and working with each other and you know even though we're still kind of bouncing around guys you know Fulton's been in there for a few weeks you know Whitman's been over there since beginning of the season since we haven't seen uh Parker Einger but the right guard position has been two different guys the last two weeks so it, it's still it's still kind of bouncing around, but they're starting to get a groove there, and we're starting to see some really good offensive line play this week. And I, I am extremely happy. I think Smith had a great game. Um, he took multiple shots downfield, great throws downfield. Uh, I'll put some of those gifs up there on Twitter uh, sometime this week. I, I think that he had at least four or five really good deep throws and it, it's definitely exciting to see. And it's really opening up the rest of the offense. I think that Andy Reid has finally fully opened his playbook uh, for Alex Smith. So um, it, it's all around a good time to be a Chiefs fan and to watch Alex Smith finally start to really succeed, especially after kind of a lower year last year. Uh, Kareem Hunt, who struggled in the first half, they really game planned for Kareem Hunt. Uh, but he ended the day with 29 carries on 107 yards. He now has 609 rushing yards on the season. 
And the next closest running back is Leonard Fournette, rookie out of Jacksonville with 466. That's a huge, that's over 150-yard gap, or around 150-yard gap. That's that's crazy. And, you know, so every week he's had over 100 yards, but that's definitely not the number of carries I want to see him get. I You know, we only saw one carry from Charkendrick West, and say what you want to say about Charkendrick West, but I don't want to see Hunt get another 29-carry game. Not when we don't have a running back behind him that I'm, even close to being excited about. And so with the with the Texans really kind of taking away that run game, it shows you that even, okay, you want to take away Hunt, which no one else has really been able to do, it, it goes to that game plan of you still have two big weapons in Hill and Kelsey. And when Kelsey went out, we still were able to move like it was nothing. You know, Ross Travis finally had some good catches. He finally didn't drop everything that was thrown to him. He had a couple really good catches and some good yards. Um, Demetrius Harris didn't drop any tonight or last, you know, on Sunday night. And he had a couple good ones. Um, Albert Wilson's looking way better than last year. I think I've stated that before, though. But, you know, now with Kelsey going down, or not Kelsey going down, but Conley going down, is Robinson going to play that, that second wide receiver slot or are we going to have Albert Wilson switch there and Demarcus Robinson play the slot? Um, I do think we will get to get a chance to see some of Demarcus Robinson, but um, I think that overall, when you look at it, you know, the last few years, the offense has been the problem and you know, you, you can blame whatever you want. You can blame it on weapons. You can blame it on the run game last year. But even when we had Jamal Charles, it really struggled in the passing game. The offense has been the problem for the Kansas City Chiefs, and the defense has been really good the last few years, ever since Andy Reid came here pretty much, except for 2013, before he had really a chance to do anything with it. But 2014 on, we've had a really good defense, and it's been the offense that can't get over the hump. And this year, we are seeing a very aggressive and creative offense that no one has been able to stop. We're 5-0 and now. And these are good teams that we're going against. Some good defenses, too. So, I think that, yes, this is definitely a team that can be a Super Bowl contender if they keep playing the way they're playing. Uh, I have no doubt in my mind about that. But, like I said, I want to see what they can do in the playoffs, but I'm enjoying it. Don't get me wrong. I'm enjoying every minute of it, minute of it and... I think that Alex Smith is having the best year of his career going in, you know, being his 13th season. I think that he is just playing lights out. And, you know, I think that a lot of the Mahomes talk has really slowed down uh, with all that. And everyone's just really enjoying seeing Alex Smith play at this level. And, uh, you know, I talked about the wide receivers, you know, we, we've played five, in the top 10, and then you have Hill and Kelsey at 11 and 12. So Hill may not be getting the like huge plays, but he's still 11th in the league in yards. 12th is Kelsey. Uh, we finally got to see Tyreek Hill take a punt return back to really seal the deal against the, the Texans. But some, some key things that really stuck out to me that really gave me some confidence in this offense was in the first half, 
the Kansas City Chiefs scored on all five drives. You know, some of those were field goals, a little more than we wanted, but still, scoring on all five drives going into half, 23-7, that's fantastic. Um, you know, there's a lot of games where we couldn't even get to 23 points last year in a full game. You know, all of our, all of our games that we lost last year, aside from the Week 4 Pittsburgh game, we, we couldn't get more than 18 points. So it's really great to see the offense doing that. And then even, you know, like in the later parts of the game, every time Houston scored, the Chiefs answered right away. You know, they did it before, right before half. They did it uh, after the, in the third quarter touchdown, the beginning of the fourth quarter. And then in that fourth quarter touchdown where it made it a one-possession game, the Chiefs came back, went 75 yards, scored a touchdown, then held the Texans to a punt punt return for a touchdown Tyreek Hill to seal the deal and so I think that it is a great time and it's great to watch Alex Smith in this offense doing what they're doing and in fact this is the first time in Alex Smith's career he has had two games in one season where he went 300 plus yards that 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 shows you how conservative he's been prior to this year and so this is the second time that he has gotten over 300 yards this season. So a little milestone for him. Uh, the third down conversions were fantastic. They had seven of them in the first half. You know, the, the um, time of possession for most of the game was almost double what the Texans had. I mean, we were, we were eating up that clock. So very... Happy with what I've seen. We saw Chark Kendrick West have a pretty good game in his limited role. He had two catching touchdowns uh, and then just the one carry. He had a fantastic block uh, somewhere in the game where, I mean, he just took the guy out and made him flip over him. Just absolutely insane. Um, the last turnover for the offense was the very first run by Kareem Hunt against the Patriots. Let that sink in. The Chiefs have not turned over the ball since week one on their first offensive play. That's fantastic. Now, we haven't seen a whole lot of, you know, defensive takeaways either, but, you know, the offense is definitely getting the job done. Highest scoring offense in the league through five games. What's not to be excited about that? So, uh, like I said, I think that the offense is still looking fantastic. I think the defense looked fantastic. I think Zombo had another pretty good game. He's still doing pretty well against the run. Um, you know, I think that um, Parker's still really hanging tight. He led the team in tackles again this year. Um, Sorensen had, I think, the next was six tackles and a split sack. Zombo was on a split sack. Houston had 1.5 sacks. Chris Jones had a half sack two tackles and a tackle for a loss. Um, I think I still think Terrence Mitchell had a good game. With, he had another pass deflection. I thought he had more than that, but it said just one this week. Um, but overall, this team is playing Super Bowl caliber football. And I think that's something very exciting. Um, I want to get to what you guys had uh, kind of brought up after the game. I, I tweeted out about the... Um, 
you know, what were you, what were your thoughts and takeaways? Did you have any questions? And I, I got a few responses from you guys, and I want to kind of go over that as I kind of find them, honestly. Um, but here we go. Um, I only had a couple this week, but uh, Johnny Burzak at Football Fatty, he does the Wild West podcast for the Chiefs side of it, and he says, we clearly have the firepower, and Reed is coach of the year so far. Will our health be too big of a factor in our tough stretch coming up? When you talk about injuries, and I, I agree that Andy Reid is, you know, coach of the year so far. I think that the offense has, you know, been on fire. But when you talk about the injuries, you have to remember that, yes, we, we've had quite a few injuries. Barry's out for the year. Conley's out for the year. But a lot of these injuries that we have sustained are coming back. Mitch Morris will be back in the next couple of weeks. LDT will be back at some point uh, in the next couple of weeks. Um, we're going to see Parker Iger at any time. I was surprised that we didn't really see him this week. Uh, D Ford, I don't know what's going on with him. I know it's still a back issue. I don't know quite where he's at. But, you know, you, you got Steven Nelson coming back, I think, around week eight. Um then you have Tom Bahali coming back, you know, coming in around week six to eight, somewhere in there. Um, but Eric Murray's playing fantastic in, you know, light of Barry. I think that he has done extremely well against some good tight ends in Jordan Reed and Zach Ertz. Um, so I'm not as concerned with the Barry injury. Um, I definitely think that this defense would be better with Eric Berry, but I think that Eric Murray has really stepped up and taken on that role. So if the injuries keep piling up and they're more severe, yes, we have something to worry about. But at this point, I'm not as worried as long as, you know, it doesn't continue. I know I say that every week, but overall, most of the guys are coming back in the next couple weeks and, I'm, I I think that we have enough and we've shown our depth in this. And, you know, we lost Cairo Santos and we let him go. We brought in this uh, rookie kicker, and Bucker, who, like Kareem Hunt, he missed his first field goal and hasn't missed one since. He actually made five field goals against the Houston Texans. Um, but I wrote an article over on Arrowhead Addict talking about the Chiefs depth and that's what I'm what I mean when I say that the Chiefs have the best team in the NFL because I'm not only talking about the starters but I'm talking about the the backups who have stepped up and filled in in these roles with all these injuries no other team has been able to do it you see injuries happening all over the league and it's crippling teams Yet the Chiefs continue to have injuries and the next guy steps up and the team doesn't miss a beat. So I think that the most impressive one is the offensive line when you have three backups on the offensive line. Um, but I mean, I'm not as worried about that unless it continues to be a problem with injuries week to week. I hope that, you know, some of that can settle down, but injuries are just something you cannot predict you cannot really you can only do so much to prevent them but it's definitely something to keep an eye on and we will do so as the season goes on but uh brad wingo at chief vol fans 20 um can robinson or cheston step up for conley i don't know that we'll see a whole lot of cheston uh but i'm sure we're gonna see 
uh, some more Robinson. Robinson actually had a really good pat, uh, catch from Smith as he was rolling right on the sideline, got his feet in, uh, nice, you know, what is it, toe-tap drag or whatever it's called on NFL Network, but really good play by him, but we haven't seen him a whole lot. He struggled in the preseason a little bit and then came back in the final game with Pat Mahomes and had a really good showing. But I definitely think that uh, Robinson's going to be the next guy up. He's going to have to fill in. I hope that he's the guy that's taking Conley's spot instead of moving Albert Wilson to that, that spot and moving Robinson inside. But, you know, we'll see how that goes. I think that Robinson, you know, as much as I love Conley, you're not taking away a huge stat sheet. You know, like I said, Conley does not get a whole lot of looks. He only gets a few throws a game. So you're not missing a whole lot, I guess you could say. I still think, you know, Chris Conley has great potential. But uh, Robinson should be able to fill in that role. I'm not too concerned about it. I'm just kind of bummed because Chris Conley's my guy. So that, that's really all I got for you guys today. Um, I'm going to try and get a couple guys on this week. Um, I know Kyle Herrick, you've heard before, we had a uh, two-segment special in the preseason. I'll have him on this week, and I'll see if I can't get Justin Rowden on this week. Um, but let me know what you guys think, uh, and we will talk on – Let's see, Thursday, we'll have another three-episode week. We'll talk on Thursday. That'll probably be the episode with Kyle Herrick, and we'll be going over this game and what we expect from here on out. So uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button, check everything out, and leave a review. Let me know on Twitter what you think and what you want to hear more about so that I can kind of get you guys more involved. So have a good one, and I will talk to you guys on Tuesday. Thank you for listening to the Another Screenplay Chiefs podcast over on Blog Talk Radio. If you'd like to get more information regarding your Chiefs, make sure you follow me on Twitter at StephanNFL. You can go to Facebook and find the Facebook page at Another Screenplay, or you can go over to Arrowhead Addict and find any of my articles there. Make sure you leave a rating or review, and let me know what you guys want to hear from here on out.